2: What is up, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between? You have joined us for a new edition of And The Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back to the show. If it's your first time here, we are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. We do it one track at a time. I am your
1: co-host, Mark Meyer With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, how How you feeling? I'm feeling tired. I tell you, today was my my first session with a personal trainer. Uh, this this past weekend up in Saskatchewan, we got dumped with about four feet of snow. Uh, so oh, no. Was, uh, Saturday was all day shoveling, and I realized just how out of shape I am. So I thought, you know what, I, I, I want to get into some shape. My, my goal is to get into a 2XL t-shirt by the time I go see Mammoth WVH in Edmonton, Alberta next August. So I, I've got about a year and a half. And to, to drop a couple of t shirt sizes so I can buy some merch. So so that's my goal. I had my first session tonight and uh yeah, I'm out of shape. I'm tired. But I'm ready to rock. How about you, sir?
2: Oh, you're you're singing my uh, uh my old song because uh, I tell you I told you off air and I'll tell the people on here on air uh doing a lot of gigs and where i'm where i'm screaming and and moving and running around and just uh it reminds me of how out of shape i am as well and cardio is good for you kids do not forget that so make sure your cardio game is strong if you are going to participate in any sort of rock and metal activity because you will be winded if you do not so uh i think you got plenty of time Corey. you got plenty of time to drop a few t-shirt sizes we will have you fitted in a nice slim uh kevin brown inspired art design at our uh on our, mer- at our merch uh, store go check out some merch you guys we have t-shirts we've got all kinds of t-shirts get you one that uh, uh make sure that Corey knows that you're
1: supporting him so yeah buy a t-shirt for Corey. how about that i so. like that idea i gotta tell you i was uh, I, I don't know if i told this story last week or not but sean mcginnity uh did a show with me couple of weeks ago and he was wearing the place splat and bone design from Kevin Brown. <laughs> he bought that shirt. So I, I thought that was pretty great. That's amazing.
2: Thank you so much, Sean. And, uh, and
1: again, thank you.
2: I'm just so glad that shirt exists. And <laughs> shout out to, uh, to,
1: uh, did Kevin Brown design that one? Yes, he did. Kevin Brown is great. Whatever we ask for. Uh, he's right, Johnny, on the spot. And I know we mentioned, hey, how would one sound uh, underneath the love scene from Top Gun? He posted that like 48 hours later. So thank you very much, Kevin.
2: <laughs> of course he did. Yes, I'm I'm looking at it right now. So thank you, Kevin. <laughs> I cannot wait to uh, uh, feast my eyes on your, your good, hard, incredible work. It works uh, incredibly well. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I have no doubt. Um, Corey, what is going
1: on in the world of Van Halen News? Anything the news desk is bringing forth? Oh, there's a few things here. And as always, we recommend everybody go check out your Van Halen news at the Van Halen news desk. That's V H N D.com. Don't let the fact Eric Sennett writes for them, uh, slow you down, go support them anyway. Um, Mike Portnoy named Alex Van Halen among the 11th greatest drummers of all time to the surprise of no one on this call. <laughs> Only 11, huh? Yeah, why <laughs> eleven? I'm not sure, but uh, you know, there's an article on that. Uh, the A D Network is doing a biography or airing a biography on Mr. Sammy Hagar, so that'll be a must-watch coming in late 2023. Nope. Uh, speaking of Mammoth, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen says the sophomore Mammoth album is almost finished, so getting very excited. Uh, his debut album, the first Mammoth album, is one of my favorites of the past ten years, so I'm very much looking forward to uh, part two. And he says, you know, the heavier stuff got heavier. And, and, and kind of the, the lighter stuff got lighter. So he's going to have a little, little little bigger swings. I'm really looking forward to that.
2: I am too. I, I was always curious to know what, uh, after listening to that album, I wondered. It's like if, if that Wolfgang decided he wanted to go a little heavier than this or like super heavy, what would that sound like? So if he's saying the heavier's got heavier, I, uh, I believe him and I can't wait to hear it uh, because that dude is wow. just incredibly talented and I am looking forward to the sophomore debut of mammoth.
1: So yeah, immensely talented. I'm, I'm more excited to see mammoth than I am Metallica again. And I love Metallica. I've only seen Metallica once. So when I first heard oh, Metallica is coming, I should maybe look into that. What mammoth opening. I'm there. I'm just yep. buying oh, yeah, tickets immediately. I'll, I'll convince the family later on. Uh Finally, <laughs> uh we got uh, David Lee Roth, of course on his, uh, uh, his, his, uh, his, his uh, Roth show. Uh, Well, first, he released the cover of Marvin Gaye's Ain't That Peculiar, uh, which is kind of a... (laughs) Uh, It was a B-side to Bad Habits, uh, which was released in December 94. Um, uh, Both Bissonette brothers play on it. You can check that out. It's on the Van Halen News Desk. Uh, It's a pretty good little track. And then on his latest Roth show, um, he was in... They they say here he he got into DJ Dave mode uh, and started playing a playlist packed with unreleased David Lee Roth tracks, uh, including Ain't That Peculiar... Uh, don't piss me off, which is a track from his 97 best of compilation album, uh, cover of James Brown's living in America. Oh my God. I haven't listened to that yet. (laughs) Oh my God. Really? (laughs) Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, I got to check that out. For you movie fans living
2: in America, very famously uh, played in a, a very prominent scene in Rocky Four. And that's just uh, topical because I just watched the first two Creed movies and uh, I'm very excited to see the third. I haven't seen the third one yet, but I'm excited. But uh, Apollo Creed, living in
1: America, gotta love it. That's right. And he also does an alternate version of a bluegrass version of Jamie's Crying that he released on 2006's Strumming with the Devil. So if you want to hear a bluegrass version of Jamie's crying. As a Nashville
2: native, I do not want to hear that. <laughs> I I don't. I do not want to hear that. That I, I don't know. Actually, I might be pleasantly surprised, but uh,
1: that just doesn't sound like it would mesh very well. But I could be wrong. Let me know I... if I'm wrong, you guys. I can't wait to check these out. Uh, I've been so busy this week. I haven't got a chance yet. Uh, This was posted yesterday, but as soon as we're hopping off the call, I'm playing these. Uh, Are you a big fan of Shalimar? He does a cover of Shalimar's 1982 song, Get Ready Tonight, with his own DLR lyrics. (laughs) Uh, Can't say that I'm a huge fan, so that might be pretty cool. Who knows? (laughs) I can't wait. God bless DLR in the, in the raw show. Everybody go check that out. And that's what we got for uh, Van Halen news this week.
2: Well, that is a good amount of news for in Van Halen's world. Uh, w- good busy week for a uh, St. Patrick's day week. Uh, happy St. Patrick's day. You guys, if you're listening to this on Friday. So uh, yeah. All right. Let's see what to do now. Oh, I know what to do now. It's time to go to our rocking polls and talk about what was going on in the polls for last week. So last week was a, uh, was an interesting show. And by interesting, I mean, it, uh, almost broke all of us, uh, <laughs> everyone on the panel, every, probably everyone listening. Um, I have not read any of the tweets based on the poll so I can only imagine uh uh, what uh the what the chatter is but we we uh we discussed the track once from van halen three yes we did another van halen three song last week and uh i is it fair to say Corey? it's because i believe verbatim this is what you said is that the worst track we've covered on the show
1: so far absolutely Uh, i don't Mm -hmm. i don't even think it's close and uh the the fact that the poll was as close as it was shocked me and then some of the positive comments shocked me because we're just hearing two completely different songs. Oh, there's so much soul in the solo. I didn't find any soul, any emotion, any, anything uh, in this song at all. Brilliant lyric writing. Oh God. No, like there, there, nothing about this was redeemable to me.
2: No, uh, you got, if you haven't uh, heard the show from last week, please, please go listen and thank you for listening. But uh, you just, if you just want to hear all of our souls just die Uh, simultaneously while listening to a song, uh, go check it out. But I am just as shocked as you are, dude. Uh, 56% said the dream is over only 56% while another 43, almost 44% said what dreams are made of. So this, this was like almost, this was almost half and half. Yeah. Very divisive song. I I I'm okay. So I'm, I'm baffled, but what what in god's name are they saying so let's go to the tweets right now because i demand uh some answers because i'm just so so confused uh let's see uh from at paul howley he says first time hearing the song it started out all right i was like okay yeah i can dig it for the remaining six minutes the only thing i wanted to dig was my own grave so there you go. there's a big fat nope right there uh Uh, Robert Cato says, as usual, I like this song. I believe Eddie was going for the Peter Gabriel vibe. You think. Uh, Uh, Okay. Time out, everybody. Robert, you think this was a Peter Gabriel attempt or you you just, you think this was Peter Gabriel vibes? Now, I, I know that's a pretty broad spectrum because Peter Gabriel is like all over the place a lot of time, but that's, that's part of his strength. That is not what Van Halen does. I
1: am, I am very baffled by that assessment. Can you get behind that assessment? Well, there there's a few comments about Peter Gabriel, and it's because Eddie is a huge Peter Gabriel fan. Uh, that, that's very well documented. Uh, I'm not the world's biggest Peter Gabriel fan. Uh, I, I like the hits. Uh, you know, give me some Shock the Monkey, give me some Sledgehammer, that kind of sure. thing. But the deeper stuff doesn't really appeal to me. So uh, if this is skewing more towards Peter Gabriel, that explains more to me why I don't like it, because I maybe don't like uh, everything Peter Gabriel ever did, but I'm not mm. a huge Peter Gabriel uh, aficionado. Uh, so I can't really say I, I could absolutely, if Eddie was kind of going for that vibe, it would make sense, but uh, I certainly didn't get a Peter Gabriel vibe listening to it, but I, I'm not surprised no. that, that, that others do. I could totally see that. I, I, I guess I don't know I'm a, I'm a pretty
2: big Peter Gabriel fan. Uh, I don't, I don't uh, claim to know the ins and outs of every single track he's ever done because I just don't have that kind of time, but uh, I respect the man and I uh, am very appreciative and uh, I'm a fan, but I get no such vibes from Peter Gabriel from, from the song once. Not at all, but okay. Well, uh, will moving on uh, fat man on guitar says, hashtag the dream is over the least Van Halen song Van Halen ever did. I'll disagree slightly with Mark. Oh, okay. That one, the solo fit the song perfectly. In that it had zero Van Halen-ness in it, utter blandness, and I grew frustrated waiting for Phil Collins to start the "Take Me Home" chorus. It just never happened. <laughs> okay, well, I, I I accept your disagreement just on that on those uh, terms alone. Um, interesting, a Phil Collins "Take Me Home." So that's a there's a a Genesis connection, another Peter Gabriel connection. Interesting. That's that's very interesting, you guys. All right. Uh, And then we move on to uh, our friend uh, Davy Lee Smith says, like I said about Van Halen 3, this steaming pile of excrement tells me three things. One, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Two, how the mighty have fallen. And three, my vacuum cleaner is jealous at the amount of suckage that most of Van Halen 3 has, this song included. Strong words, but I can't say I disagree with you at all based on that assessment at all. Uh, so that's, uh, thank you daily Smith. Um trying to find, uh, let me, let me kind of go through the, there was a lot, a lot of tweets on this one. Um, Scott Everett says I listened to the podcast knowing y'all would hate this one. I like it. It's not classic Van Halen and considering the shit music of late nineties, I'm good with them trying something different. One of Gary's best lyrical performances on Van Halen three, Scott Everett, you're dead to me. You were, I just, cause I don't, uh, yeah, that's, that's what you were talking about i don't get it the, the i song, do not get it
1: the, the song literally has uh the verse: once born can't ever be not conceived once present can't ever be past once first once can't ever be not ever last what the fuck is that i don't i don't bet best lyrically really scott
2: my dude, <laughs> I, mm, look, okay, to each their own. We're not here to, mm-hmm. to bash everyone's opinions, to each their own, but man, I don't, I just, I don't get it. I do not get it. Our friend Tarm Mombruster says, I dig the 80s Miami Vice vibe, I dig the six-string bass solo, and I dig the ideas behind the lyrics I can't hear. It may not be a traditional Van Halen classic, but in my honest opinion, it's still better than how many say I. He voted what dreams are made of look, Tom, you're a nice guy. You're very, you're very sweet. We adore you. And thank you for being such a fan and such a contributor, but yikes. That's my, that is my retort to your tweet. Um, but again, to each their own, uh, Wabo and Cabo says the title was the number of times I listened to this song, but I guess thanks to you guys now it's twice and it's still complete garbage. Well, sorry, Wabo. We, we apologize for that, but I mean, we also agree with you. Um, I mean, uh, Kevin Brown had a few things to say, but I just love, I just want to add is uh, this poll, the poll result is insane. Has the cult reactivated? It does make me wonder, Corey, it does yeah. make me wonder, but I don't know. I, I, I even I think uh, Mariano wouldn't. Well, I say that I was about to give Mariano the, the his uh, credit but then I just saw that he put in a, a gif of a gremlin laughing uh, <laughs> but you know, in the yeah, comments. But we, so. we
1: should point out all the people that are liking this song and defending it. That's yeah. fine. Like, I'm really glad yes, that, yes, yes. that that Ryan Powell and Scott Everett really liked this song. That's great. It, it just didn't work for me. And as long as we can just, you know, keep it respectful to each other. And actually I think uh, uh, Ryan Powell and uh, David Lee Smith kind of a little back and forth going, but they were respectful about it. Like, Hey, yeah. Yeah. You know, here's my position. Here's my position. That's all cool. We agree to disagree. Let's reconvene on another song. And and none of that is bad. The fact that Mark and I loathe this song as much as we do uh, is fine. The fact if you love this song, I think it's top five Van Halen is absolutely fine, too. Uh, but mm-hmm. th- th- this one shocks me in that th- this is the one that, that is so divisive that we have ha- almost half the people really liking it and almost half the people really hating it.
2: Yeah, that's what's so confusing and baffling about this whole thing. Yeah, is just how the poll results were so like ne- almost neck and neck, like it's almost 50 50. And I just, I'm just so, so confused. Uh, Scott Monroe says, No manifesto from me once blows. So there, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Scott. Um, and uh, speaking of manifesto, he even called it himself. Uh, I, Ryan Powell said a lot. <laughs> on our, uh, poll. So, um, it, rather than I can't read all of it right now, we just don't have the time, Ryan, I'm sorry, but, uh, everyone please go to the poll and, and read what Ryan had to say. Because yes, he, absolutely. He, he, it's
1: well worth the read. Absolutely. Read. Yes. Yep.
2: Cause he, he does exactly what we ask you guys to do when you, uh, have, uh, an opposing opinion. And we're kind of confused by it. It's like, please explain your reason. Ryan does just that. So please mm-hmm. go check it out, read it. Uh, I'm going to read it again. And probably, uh, respond to it later uh but our friends in sean geek and fast right podcast said there aren't enough characters to discuss what is wrong with this one even eddie is completely lost in here maybe mike post should have played this song instead eddie is no harold faltemeyer on this one no not at all there's like very little eddie ness that i got from once whatsoever and so i'm just kind of yeah i'm with you on that one and there's uh, only one the,
1: Harold Faltermeyer.
2: Let's be clear. That's yeah. There's <laughs> just one. Only one. Yes. No. There's no replacing. Uh, You're all doomed to Friday the 13th podcast. Our buddies over there said it's no secret that Eddie loved Peter Gabriel's Red Rain. Well, I mean, who doesn't? That's my favorite Peter Gabriel song. Uh, and this is clearly Eddie's version of that song. It it mostly misses the mark, but the edit slash remix of the song corrects some of its problems, mainly Gary's vocals. Uh I I mean I. If you want to call this Van Halen's Red Rain, sure, but I feel like that is a humongous insult to Red Rain and an insult to Van Halen at that. I mean, it's I don't know. I just I don't I, I would not put that uh, uh, as a I would not compare the two. They're like those are completely just different galaxies of songs in my personal opinion, but you know, to to each their own. Uh, Our friend Michael Green, who is the Van Halen 3 enthusiast. I have to read it out just to hear what he has to say. (laughs) He says, I laughed at the Kenny Loggins more balls line. Great guests. Great show. Having said that, the song is amazing. I absolutely (laughs) love the solo and Gary's vocals. Can I please get a shirt that says apologies to Mark and Corey? I love Van Halen 3. (laughs) I mean, no apologies needed. (laughs) <laughs> no no apologies it's fine we knew that was coming because uh michael is the the one person that we know uh that is absolutely die hard yay about that album so
1: we we should expect nothing less when it comes to a song from here um god bless him i love uh, michael green he yeah he loves everything and that's it's ryan powell too uh, i don't think he, he yes, says yes, he's, the, yes. he's never downvoted a single van halen song uh, which is going to make his quest to, uh, you know, he's doing the whole bracket thing on every Van Halen. Like that's going to be like Sophie's choice for him every single time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: uh, just a couple more here. I'll read out a
2: uh, false premise says, when I first listened to this as a Van Halen song, I didn't like it, but years later I listened to it just as a song and I get it now. It's good. The only problem is if you're in the mood for a Van Halen song, this is not Van Halen uh, take away the label and it works. I mean, that's an interesting Uh, perspective. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe in a few years after we let it sit, maybe I'll revisit it and maybe I'll have a different opinion, but I doubt it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Finally, though, uh, our friend Kevin Brown uh, said, Mark the Bat, that's me, saying this would have crushed mid 80s. Absolutely agree if it was produced worth a shit. I can't believe how bad this sounds. Any redeeming features are undercut by how badly this has been recorded and mixed astonishing the dream is over (laughs) well said kevin and uh glad you agree with me and uh i agree with everything that you said um thank you to everybody again i'm sorry if i didn't get to your tweet there was quite a bit but uh i i am going to go back and reread and keep reading and get involved in the conversation and you you guys should do that too if you haven't go check out here's some of the reasons why uh this particular track stands out for a few um because it's, it's an interesting conversation and it's an important one because music is subjective. Remember that. You know, we may all agree on the same things now and again, but if you'll remember, Corey and I uh, often do not agree on, on certain songs. Corey is usually pretty uh, lenient on songs that I deem are pretty shitty. So, you know, you know it happens. It happens and uh, we're not above it. We're all going to have varying opinions from time to time. Uh, it's, it's just going to happen that way. So, uh, yeah, uh, please, please do go check out the poll for last week and, uh, read up what everyone's saying because it's a very interesting conversation. So with that said, Corey, it's time to get to the, uh, the main dish of for the show here. Yes, yeah, time to get ready for the wheel, but before we do, it's everyone's favorite thing. Raise your glass, take a sip. It's time for manifestations. So, I have a particular manifestation, uh but Corey, I want to hear yours first. It's been a it's been a week. Uh you're you're tired. You got your your workout on. Uh so I would assume you probably want to have like a cool down uh Van Halen track uh, now that you're uh or maybe you don't, maybe the endorphins are just like running through
1: you and you're still hyped. You're still jazz. What song do you want to talk about? I tell you what, there's one album that's been sticking with me all this week and that's Van Halen 2 It's been so long since we've had something from Van Halen Two. It really has. We've had Van Halen three the last two weeks. Uh, I'm ready to give that a little break uh for, for for a little <laughs> while and, and we're ready to get back into some van halen too and just something nice light airy fun uh, i think it's time maybe we dance the night away that's what i'm hoping for here tonight oh man oh that would be lovely that would I mean, be oh that would. that's just be so you and good. i again no go no guests tonight just i'm yeah, no and guess. Corey shore just enjoying dance the night away
2: Oh man, it's, it's a shame. Uh, if, if we do spin that, um, we're not doing a live show because if it was live, I would literally get up and start dancing because (laughs) how can you not? When Van Halen says dance the night away, you get up and you fucking dance. That's right. So that's all right. Dance the night away. And I completely agree with you. I think we need a Van Halen two or one, three can just, you know, take a breather, please (laughs) take a breather. Uh, (laughs) but for me, however, I do like your suggestion. I like your your manifestation, but I am going to manifest surprise, surprise, a Sammy tune, but not just a Sammy tune. I am going to manifest one that I've tried before, and there's a reason for it. And I'm going to do it again for the exact same reason. I'm going to manifest Amsterdam from <laughs> balance. Shocking. Because if we- yeah, shocking. <laughs> I know. But again, there's a reason behind it. So uh, if if we spin it and uh, if, if uh, yeah, if, for once, if I get to call my shot and then land it, then uh, all shall be revealed. Um, but it, it's all up to the wheel. It's not up to me. It's not up to Corey. So, Corey, if you're ready, if uh, Sammy's back there ready, it's time to prime that wheel and spin it.
1: Yep, he's going through the scales. While he does that, we're going to shuffle this up. Uh, Amsterdam has three syllables. I'm going to try and help you out here, Mark. We're going to shuffle it (laughs) one, two, three times. All right, Mr. Hagar, take it away. Here we go. Oh, it's going to be. Oh, I like this one. Women and children first. Loss of control. Loss of control. We were
2: very, very close uh, to getting everybody one some, which I would not have been mad about that either. But Summer uh, Nights was
1: on the other right. side too. You want a nice, That's like right, kind of, yeah. a light breezy uh, Van Halen tune on a on a Wednesday evening? Summer Nights would have been a good one.
2: Well, if it, were, uh, if it were warmer over here, I would say yes, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, alas, no, spring still has not sprung over here. It just like, apparently, winter is just forever in Saskatchewan.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I said, four feet of snow on the weekend. Uh, God, it, it was absolutely terrible. Today was minus six. At least it was kind of doable. But um, man, it's been a while since yeah. we uh, visited uh, Wounded Children first, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, it has. Uh, speaking of... Uh, never ending winter in Canada. Shout out to Kevin Brown. Please don't freeze up there in the super great white North. Oh, wow. Literally uh, like near the top of the world in a He's now. literally at the top. <laughs> I mean, he's he's going to go find Santa Claus and he's not coming down until he finds him. Apparently <laughs> he is way up there. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't even remember the last time we did women and children first. Uh, d- do you recall the song off chance? Cause I don't, um, oh, I just man. know it's been quite a while. Um, but in any case, uh, it's it's this has been an interesting album because Women and Children First for me is not one that uh made the frequent rotation. Um, you know, no, nothing against it. It just it just didn't. I listened to uh, a shitload of Van Halen one and two, and you know, of course, you know the Fuck album and and all that. Uh, not not too much from uh, Women and Children First. So, uh, what about you? Do you have uh, fond memories of this particular track?
1: Uh, yeah, this track in this album, yeah, it's uh, uh ranked uh, amongst one of the you know some of the best heavy metal albums of all time. It's one of their heavier uh, songs. It's the first album Van Halen put out with no covers on it. Uh, released yeah. in nineteen eighty. It's the third album. Um, again uh, produced by Ted Templeman, engineered by Don Landy. Um, this is on uh, side two. Uh, snuggled in between Tora Torah and loss of or sorry, Tora Torah and Take Your Whiskey Home. So I guess we should listen to a little Tora Torah tonight, too, right? Since it oh, yeah. comes before uh loss of control. So that'll be good. We'll knock those two off. And uh remember we had that so one run uh three weeks in a row. We we banged out Take Your Whiskey Home. Could this be magic and in a simple rhyme? That's right. Yes. And then I think uh Fools is the other one we've done off women and children. I don't Wait, think yes, we've,
2: we've done we have yeah. done Fools.
1: We haven't done Romeo Delight. Everybody wants some or Cradle Rock yet. So mm-hmm. this will be good. Get a little heavier. We wanted the yeah. light and breezy, but we're getting heavier here with little David Lee Roth. Uh, what do you say? Uh, right off the hop here, let's check out uh, 57 seconds worth of Tora Tora. Let's do it. What do you think of that for a mood setter? I'm sorry,
2: Corey, you've m- made a terrible mistake. We're not the Slayer uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, no, we're the Van Halen podcast. I don't know why you're playing me Slayer. Oh, wait, that wasn't Slayer. No. Th- this is uh, Van Halen's attempt at doing a uh, a Slayer intro because that's like all the vibes I got. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying I didn't
1: expect that. <laughs> I-, I never made that connection between, between Slayer and Torator. That's a good one.
2: I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but I mean, there there are particular Slayer songs I'm thinking about that, uh, or there's one that I know uh, starts off this way or similar, and it's just giving me all the vibes about that. So it's interesting. And then uh, Dave coming in with that howl, suddenly it becomes a King Diamond song, uh, <laughs> and like I I didn't realize. Uh, I guess when they when you said uh, a heavier one,
1: yeah, we're going heavy. All right, I'm into <laughs> it. All right. So, and imagine being, uh, you know, a kid in 1980. You get the vinyl of Women and Children First, pop on side B, and that's the first thing you hear. And then you lead right into to Loss of Control. Great, great table can... setter.
2: Yeah, I can imagine that probably uh, turned a few heads because that is not the typical Van Halenness that you would uh, you would expect uh, in an in an intro or instrumental song. Uh, although I will say at the very beginning, the sort of build up, the uh, Eddie's guitar with his whammy bar all the way down, and makes it sound like a, a motorcycle is coming in. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've heard that, we've heard that from him before. He's he's uh, good about doing that. But then it turns into the Slayer motif. Uh and you know, it's like, okay, we're just we're just going uh, completely off the wall here.
1: Interesting. I tell you when that uh, motorcycle uh, happened there, I thought, that I click on meatloaf by accident? Is this bad out of hell? <laughs> Is this uh I do anything for it's love? Not, <laughs> it's not meatloaf, it's not Slayer, it's
2: not King Diamond, it's uh it's nope, still Van Halen. So right. all right, they're just exploring all territories.
1: That's yeah, awesome. All right, let's go right into loss of control.
2: Holy shit, they're like, what in the hell? Like the the time signature keeps changing. <laughs> <laughs> or or like either that or Eddie and, and Alex are just like they're 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 in the same time signature, but they're like playing two on two different like ends of the I, I don't even know. Like this, it's hurting my head. It's <laughs> it's been a while since I did some theory. So I'm like, I've been trying to count and like, oh wait, no, 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 they're doing this. No, wait, no, do, what the hell are they doing? That's that's
1: ooh. I'm I i do not know what to make of that. And what did you think of that whole intro? Like right when that guitar kicked in, right? It's like usually a Van Halen intro awesome. is a little more melodic, right? This is a lot more driving and powerful and fuck you and
2: they brought in the uh the the metal chugs, you know, the what is made so famous in uh metal today is just uh, it's all about the chugging. Um and here's Van Halen doing it uh in the, for loss of control way back when in nineteen eighty with the chugs and uh Still keeping it metal because they want you to remember that, yeah, rock and roll, but uh, there are some circles that once considered Van Halen heavy metal. Here's a uh, prime example of that. That's right.
1: Come on. <laughs> you should see, look on Mark's face. I wish this is a video podcast right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I wish we were live now. I'm like, it's like, I am. Like, this is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> it's like, how did this one like escape my, I don't know how,
1: I don't know how I have never heard this one so much before. Cause I, I when we started the show, I earmarked this one. This is going to be a Mark favorite. Like, like just, just, oh, knowing, you? your, <laughs> yeah, just knowing your music take I'm like loss of control is going to be huge when we get to that one.
2: Oh, it's I mean it's definitely uh speaking my language, but there's but I'm still like uh it it's still hurting my head a little bit, and there's always time to uh change my mind. But so far, so far, I'm I am incredibly intrigued.
1: All right. That section is where the song always kind of lost me a little bit.
2: Yeah, it was like that's a little not too great. repetitive. <laughs>
1: yeah, you may, maybe didn't have to do it so many times. Maybe just a couple of sections of loss of control, but uh, it, it's fine. And then it kicks back in into super awesome. So,
2: yeah, that's fine. <laughs>
1: And that, my friend, before we even get into Eddie, that's uh, Mike Portnoy's top 11 most influential drummers of all time, Alex Van Halen, doing that fucking uh, swing pattern and killing it. Oh, God, that was amazing. He's just
2: swinging on all just like it's he, he's swinging so hard. He, I mean, his throne, his drum throne is just just in rotation. And he's just <laughs> like, like that's how hard he's swinging, man. Is this I wonder if this is uh, the fastest tempo wise, fastest uh, Van Halen song that they've done because like this hasn't it hasn't stopped except for that uh you know lost control bit yeah. um it just keeps keeps moving and it's moving rather quickly so i wonder uh just in terms of tempo uh if this is like the quickest van halen song that they've done certainly I don't know. out of the I, songs thought... we've
1: covered absolutely and off the top of my head i always I can't thought think hot, of one yeah. that's yeah
2: hot for Teacher is the only one that comes yeah. to mind i was like maybe hot for teacher but uh i think this one even Hot for Teacher has moments of respite, you know, during the, uh, the, uh, the little little mm-hmm. little moments there. Um, but this, this is like real fast. Like at any point, I'm waiting. I'm <laughs> waiting for the track to just kind of cut out because, uh, you know, Alex lost his spot and then Eddie lost his spot and they just <laughs> crash.
1: Like, and, and what Mikey's doing on the bass? Like anyone says, Mike Anthony doesn't yeah. want to play bass. Listen to this song. He's fucking. He's all over the damn neck. Is that him doing like the real high uh, bit of loss of control? I would think so. Yeah, I I would think so. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I I imagine it would be. It it could be. He has a pretty high register.
2: It sounds like it could be Dave or Mike, uh, but I'm not
1: not sure. I would just naturally assume it's Michael, but uh, I could be wrong. Yep. I'm sure somebody out there knows and and will let us know. Uh, Maybe we should talk about Eddie Van Halen a little bit. And the song we did last week, both Mark and I agreed, (laughs) like that guitar solo had like no personality this was all personality that that's edward van halen in a guitar solo right just every little bit of it it was perfect this is his his solo is storming the castle like yes. storming the castle
2: to fight the dragon in the tower yeah there's a dragon in the tower and uh only the only thing to kill him is the power of rock guitar and uh here you go uh he's just storming the castle to destroy the dragon inside and uh i yeah
1: wow it fits this whole song is an assault and so yeah
2: the whole yeah it is uh, loss of control is right it's like i got no control i'm just letting th- uh, the music speak for itself and it's it's not so much speaking as it is yelling at
1: us yes
0: <laughs> cowbell
1: You want simplistic lyrics. They just sing the same thing over and over again. Baby, I'm checking you out. I think you ought to know. I'm only wasting time. I think I better go. You ain't too civilized. Oh, loss of control. That's the entire song. <laughs> I don't think uh I think the the song was
2: just uh too quick. And uh they they wanted some lyrics, but Dave probably just said, Well, I don't know what to I don't know what to put here. Like I don't know what to sing about. So I guess uh whatever, I'll jot some shit down. Or, or yeah, I've been wrong about that. People have told me like, no, that's not that's not what he's doing. That's not what it's about.
1: Okay, well, please fill us in, please. It's the same verse three times, so it's obviously (laughs) it's very important. It can't be that deep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the big rock ending for loss of control from women and children. First. Holy cow.
2: That was a doozy. <laughs> that song was a do I mean, I, I can't believe it's over because it just it seemed like it happened so fast that I couldn't process everything that was happening. <laughs> and then there it goes. So, uh, yeah, there you are. The loss of control from women and children first, uh, uh, file or, uh, uh, previously, uh, uh, what was the instrumental track uh, called Tora, Tora. that we just Tora Torah. Thank you. Yeah. Tora Tora slash loss of control, a twofer for you guys. Um, so there you have it. Um, vastly different from what we covered last <laughs> week
1: and the week before. So oh, uh, yeah, complete opposite ends of the spectrum, right? You can't get more opposite. Yeah. You have a, a, a potential prog rock copy, Peter Gabriel type crab fest. And then a I speed guess. metal, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I, again, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, uh, <laughs> sorry, you guys, I just, the whole Peter Gabriel comparison, like, okay, sure. Cause I know, yeah, I know Pete's got a lot of that, uh, experimental thing. I mean, that's kind of his thing, but I just, I got no Peter Gabriel vibes from once. So, but the two each their own, that's fine. Maybe, maybe I will give it another listen just to see if I can hear what you guys are hearing, yeah, but, uh, good idea. no, idea. Yeah, I won't be here when you that, do. It, yeah, yeah, ex- no, I'll do it. I'll do
1: it by myself in a in a dark room where no one can see me. Uh, you know what? Uh, I should say full disclosure. When we stopped hitting record last week, um, CJ Chilvers, uh, the author of the Van Halen Encyclopedia, said, Let, "Let's try and find the remix." And so I, I found it on YouTube. I started playing it. Mark's like, "No, I'm out," and just left the call. Yep.
2: <laughs> I did. I, that was, I just, I couldn't do it again. I couldn't do it anymore. So I apologize. Once, but, was, uh, enough. once was enough, but uh, I don't think uh loss of control once was enough because that one might require so many other uh, listens just to fully get the entire experience. Because like I said, that happened real, real quick. So bearing all that in mind, Corey, Tora Torah and loss of control. We'll we'll just uh we'll lump them all into one category because it would be really weird to say that you're gonna upvote one and downvote the other just because like why? So yeah. we'll just say uh loss of control and Tora Tora are one big entity. So as one big entity, would you say this uh high octane, fast paced, heavy tune is what dreams are made of, or is
1: the dream over? Oh boy, gotta think about this one. I know I asked for dance the night away, but this was like the perfect song coming off of last week. Cause it's the complete polar opposite, right? Like the band is just fucking cooking. Uh, lyrically it's one verse uh, over and over again with the loss of controls. Like I said, that, that kind of uh, loss of control section, I always kind of lost me just a little bit, but the, the, the guitar solo has always brought me back. Uh, this is musically perfection. Uh, I love loss of control. I think Eric Sennich actually tried to manifest this uh, on our last uh, live show. So hopefully he's Mm -hmm. checking out this show because uh, we finally, uh, finally spun it here tonight. And uh, I'm I'm very, very happy. So Mark Meyer, it now falls upon you Um, after your uh, huge down vote last week. Let's see. Did loss of control redeem Van Halen for you? Is this what dreams are made of? Or is this dream over?
2: I mean, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, there's there's not too much I can add to it. Uh, I will say this is not an A plus. The only reason it's not an A plus is because I agreed with you. The uh, the loss of control bit. I don't even know if you want to call that a chorus or whatever. When it gets when it slows down just a bit and uh, uh Dave is just going loss of control, loss of control, loss of control. Like, OK, that's that's dumb. Um, can we move on, please? And then when they move on, they move on. And it's just like it's just a train that you can't possibly stop. Um, this is I I think might be like the heaviest song uh, that we've heard from Van Halen. Certainly, I think uh, the quickest in tempo. Uh, so, I mean, just as I say, fast paced, high octane. Like this is uh, this is the song that you want to introduce uh, your metal friends to if they if they. Love metal, but for some reason Van Halen never did it for them, or they're just not familiar with a lot of their work. This is the song you play for them. Go like, okay, listen to this, and maybe you'll change your mind. Um, I'm certainly going to utilize this song for uh, people uh, for a lot of introductions of uh, Van Halen. And I know uh, some people might say, well, just introduce them to their the usual suspects you know jump uh uh panama you know the the big hits like no 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 i'm going with loss of control sp- specifically because of uh just how different it, it it's definitely van halen it's got the van halen vibes everything you want but it's still different enough that it's going to uh subvert uh, expectations. I think I I had no expectations about this, but I can tell you that I was in a very low place after the last couple of weeks, uh, doing those, those Van Halen songs that we did. So yes, as Corey said, um, this is the complete opposite end of it and something I think we needed. Would have loved Dance the Night Away, would have loved Amsterdam, but this, I think, is exactly what the doctor ordered. So glad we got it. Uh, we'll we'll give uh, Eric is just a tiny bit of credit for trying to manifest it uh, in the prior shows. Uh, and here it is. We finally did it. There it is. Loss of Control slash Tora Torah. Holy hell this song. I I'm I'm going to be thinking about this track for a while and probably uh jam it on the uh on the regular. So there you go. Another winner for the Women and Children First album. So I this uh if you've been listening to the show and listening to our journey through this album in particular, and you didn't have any opinion about it before or you were unfamiliar, uh, this might make you want to rethink it and go back and spin it a lot because it certainly is doing that for me. Um, I, Yeah, this is good. This is good stuff. I can barely talk because I'm just like blown away by that. Um, well, I got, so, I got one more thing
1: I got to ask you, Mark, because we yes, do this every yes. week. How many times do you think Van Halen, according to setlist.fm, performed loss of control live? <sighs>
2: If I'm Van Halen, I'm playing this song every every show. Every show. I mean, like.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
2: At least to the best of my ability, because, you know, you get older and sometimes you just, if you're playing fast music, sometimes you just can't play as fast. It happens. Uh, But I'm... Thinking maybe this was one that didn't go, uh, didn't get a lot of uh, live plays. But I- I'll say they played this a hundred times.
1: Hundred times, yeah. You went over, and this oh. number may shock you. According to Setlist.fm, they played it twice. Twice. Well, once I am in,
2: shocked. Uh,
1: once in '77, which would have been before. The women and children uh, album was released. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the only time after the album was released July 24th 1980 at the Harvard Civic Center. Wow. Wonder why. wonder
2: maybe it was just too cuz I mean this song is pretty chaotic. Uh maybe it was just too chaotic to do live and maybe it was just throwing maybe it was throwing Dave off uh to do it live cuz I mean he sounded like he was having trouble keeping up in the studio. Uh, so maybe live it just wasn't happening um or maybe it was just uh they just couldn't make it fit in the vibe of whatever their uh their set list was at the time i don't, the, know. I don't the, know
1: this whole set list from, from that show is kind of weird so they opened with romeo delight then played bottoms up and then a drum solo third they had the drum solo third then running mm-hmm. with the devil then loss of control take your whiskey home dance the night away women in love jamie's crying then a bass solo and then a Jimmy Reed cover, "Bright Lights, Big City," and everybody wants some. And the Cradle Will Rock. Then the guitar solo. Then ain't talking about love. And the uh, encore was "Ice Cream Man" and "You Really Got Me."
2: That's a weird set. Yeah, um, I I'm not mad at that set, uh, but that's weird. That's a weird set. <laughs> it's a, eh. But I mean, well, I guess uh, what that was a the, the nineteen a 1980 set. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not so so weird given where they were uh, in their career, what songs they already had uh, laid down. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just in hindsight and looking at it through 2023 eyes, that seems like a weird uh, set list. But, you know, at least they played it live twice, you know, at least twice. So, you know, uh, to those lucky few of you out there that actually got to uh, see and hear it,
1: uh, kudos. You know what? I maybe wouldn't take that with a grain of salt because now I'm actually clicking on other set lists from mm-hmm. that tour and they're listing tora tora with loss of control as being oh. played on that tour. So, uh, ah. maybe just a quirk with setlist.fm. I wonder if I search tora tora that that might give us a little more accurate count here. Uh, so let me just find it here. Do, 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 do. Tora tora loss of control 110 times. So, uh Ah,
2: i was close yeah
1: all told (laughs) there'll be 112 so yeah you're off by 12 so my apologies i'm sure people were throwing things at their fucking podcast player Corey's wrong again (laughs) son of a bitch i I found it it's because they played it with tora tora which is a great intro to that song so totally makes sense so 110 plus those uh two uh the last time they played it november 16th 1980 in jacksonville so it was just the staple of the uh women and children tour the world invasion tour from 1980 Mm.
2: I get that. I mean, it happens. They're, you know, they're touring on this album, so they're going to play uh songs from the album that they probably wouldn't uh think to carry over after, you know, in later tours. I get it. Bands do it all the time. So uh, it's just kind of a shame because this is, this is a banger. This is quintessential banger. So I, like I said, if I'm in Van Halen, I would want to try and sneak this one in every show, but maybe there's probably a whole you know, laundry list of reasons as to why not, or, uh, or uh, you never know, but, um, very, very cool. And again, if you are one of those lucky people that, uh, got to see them do this live kudos and, uh, please, uh, reach out to us and let us know what that sounded like, what that felt like, like in the moment of, uh, the live show, because my face would have melted,
1: I think. Oh yeah. I got to try and find a, see if YouTube has a loss of control live clip. Uh, from van halen from back in 1980
2: yeah who snuck in a video camera uh in the 82 1980 tour uh to get a live shot
1: of this oh look at that it's not a video but it's audio yep. somebody yelled for everybody wants them, everybody wants them. they're in london
2: <laughs>
0: Already being human is ending up. It's European tour in style right now. Oh, we got brand new songs. We got brand new record. We got brand new everything.
1: We got brand new That's a shot. Let's <laughs> How do you do, it? do, you do it? Oh. That's it telling he gave it shut up. Time to play.
2: i say yeah, you're gonna have to (laughs) fast forward a whole bunch. You can't even no, you can't even tell what's happening. there's like yeah. so much
0: <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs>
2: may well that might explain why uh they didn't carry that over it's just like uh it's just a whole lot happening uh in a, <laughs> in a live show setting so yeah
1: fair enough that's why they did it early in the set uh, song number yeah. five
2: I mean you'd have to because like you want to you know bring them in and keep them there and then uh I guess uh wear them down a little bit so that you can uh, bust out some of the easier a little slower paced songs uh, yeah, I yeah. get it gotta balance out the set list in some way but there you have it. Loss of control, uh, slash Torah Torah. Uh, good stuff. We needed that. We absolutely needed that. So uh that's the show, man. That uh na- nothing left now but to uh closing credits. So Corey, where can the people uh find the sh- the show and other platforms, other mediums, and what where they
1: can find uh everything else that we got going on, and where can they find you? Well, they can find me at CD Morset on uh, Twitter and Instagram. They can find the show uh, at Podcast Will Rock on all your favorite uh, social media platforms and our website, Um, www.podcastwillrock.com. When we decide to go live again, we'll have all the info on that site and a link to it. Uh, Get yourself some merch and let us know what you think of the show. Um, We are, of course, uh, part of the Deep Dive Podcast Network, but before I get to those shows, I just want to shout out uh, some other like-minded podcasts that we really love here that have helped us out on our journey here uh, breaking down Van Halen, and they include Eric Senich and the Booked on Rock podcast. Thank you very much, uh, Eric. Of course, yeah. uh, the legends of Pod of Thunder, uh, who just launched their Patreon, are doing very, very well with it. Um, still breaking down uh, songs from a listener submission list. Uh, truth be told, Pot of Thunder was supposed to be here tonight, uh, but something came up kind of last minute, and uh, Nick Jones couldn't make it. So we thought, you know, we want, want the whole crew. On So we'll reschedule uh, with the pot of thunder boys and get them on here very, very soon. Uh, some other friends of the show, the Sean geek and fast for podcast, go check them out. Uh, You're all doomed. The Friday the 13th uh, podcast um, dissect that film, which is another great movie podcast. And of course our, our good buddies at uh, the DLR cast and the bogus Otis show, go seek out those shows. They're all fantastic. Um, for the deep dive podcast network. We have backtracks, Aerosmith revisited uh, Backtracks, steam music, Uh, Scott at Uriah Heap, The Magicians Podcast. Nate and John at The Deep Purple Podcast. The Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered. Terry T Bone Mathley at T Bones Prime Cuts on the Other Side. Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Paul, Joan, David at In the Lap of the Pods. Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge. Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z. Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Mad Men, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast. Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast. George and Hattie at the Judas Priest Cast. Clay and Ryan at North by South Podcast. Greg and Jonathan again uh, at North by South. Sorry, Greg and Jonathan are at So Far, So Pod, So What. Uh, Kevin at the Tom Petty Project. And Kevin and Randy at Seaside Pod Review. Quinn at And Volume for All. Sav, Nick, Steve, and Mark at Rock Roulette Podcast. And new to the lineup, Regarding Lulu, the podcast all about the Lou Reed Metallica collaboration. Lulu, go check that one out.
2: Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. And uh, you can find me at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, drop us a line. Let us know. Uh, keep the conversation alive, you guys. Uh, we, we we love when you guys interact and you've been very, very interactive uh with these polls and uh keep it going keep us in the loop of all the uh things going on in the van halen world that we haven't talked about we haven't covered uh we love learning new things about uh, an older band Uh, that's why we do the show it's a rediscovery it's a it's a journey into a band that we like and it's a it's it's you know you know how it works we just want to show you that uh we're just like you we're humble fans we're not experts we don't claim to be experts or rock historians we've got friends that write books that know all about that they go talk to them if you want an expert we are just the fans that are taking a journey and you're on the journey with us we appreciate it we're going to keep the journey going uh i believe uh we've got 50 more songs left Corey That's is right. that correct yeah yep. big five 50 oh. more songs So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're kind of on the, uh, dare I say, no, I will say the home stretch just yet, but, uh, look, we had how many songs starting off and we're already at 50. So, you know, we're, we're going strong. And um, yeah, you know, should we stop the train when it comes to a head, or should we keep going? You got, you guys got to let us know. We might have, uh, we might have more news on that in the upcoming future. Who knows? But stay tuned for that. Keep the conversation alive. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Let all your musician friends know what's going on. Introducing the Van Halen, if they are unaware. That's the beauty of the podcast. That's the beauty of this band. We are, and the podcast will rock, and we will rock you later.